another update from the call face with Martin Kramer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good morning, Martin. Morning to you, Bongi. It feels good to be talking to you again. Yeah, it's been too late. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's get straight into it. Heat that's been uh, going waste for decades is now being turned into valuable electricity at a platinum smelter in Rustenburg. Tell yes. us more. You know, we've got a lot of heat at high temperature. For instance, this heat at the uh, Anglo-American platinum smelter at Waterfall in Rustenburg. This has been going to waste for decades. We're talking about temperatures of 240 degrees C, where we can turn this into electricity. And at last, you know, this is being done across a broader scale. And, and we see the companies Vusalela and H1 coming in with uh, banks, Investec, and also the government supporting it. We know that this will be opened officially on Monday by Rob Davies, the Minister of Department of Trade and Industry to highlight the fact that, you know, we've got to be energy efficient. We can point fingers at uh, Eskim and we can point fingers at people not giving us electricity. But what about using the fuel that's available to turn uh, this into electricity? We see, you know, a moderate amount of electricity, five megawatts. But if you add them all up, we know that uh, Metaloys down in uh, close to Verenigen also did a similar thing where they turned heat into electricity. This is available. This is called cogeneration. There are tariffs for it. And we see this coming in at a competitive tariff of 65 cents a kilowatt hour. So, you know, this is now a business case because it's coming in below the uh, level that the tariff uh, uh, states both, you know, the, the, the official tariff coming through from Eskom and the cogeneration tariffs that you allowed plus some of the other baseload, you know, independent power producer tariffs coming in. This will beat it. So let's get that efficiency going. Let's make sure that the, the, the heat that we've got in these mini smelters around the country is turned to positive account as they have done at Anglo Platinum Waterfall Smelting Complex, which will be officially opened by the minister on Monday. I guess Germany holding their breath right now uh, to see if BMW has, is also one of the emission uh, cheetahs, as uh, we've seen with v, uh, VW. But a positive story here in South Africa, BMW unveiling the first charging station for electric cars at Merrill's Arch in Johannesburg. Yeah, this is the whole thing of the future. Hey, how are we going to get drowned? We're going to get drowned in electric cars. Will they be electric cars with battery-driven or will they be electric cars with fuel cell-driven? Now we see BMW opting for the battery type, uh, uh, putting in these public uh, charging stations, the first of them going in at Melrose Arch, also signing a deal with Nissan so there can be cooperation around the, the use of these, planning more at Melrose Arch, also planning more around the country. So, you know, putting their money on this battery-driven electric vehicle and the hybrids, Elsewhere in the world, of course, people are putting their money on the fuel cell driven. And we see in, in London, we see in Tokyo, we see uh, in California, you know, the, the stations going in for fuel cell driven cars. Which is going to win out? We don't know. Obviously, some of our bets are on the fuel cell because that helps us in South Africa. That is platinum driven. You can use only platinum, platinum to get that catalytic conversion where you convert the chemical energy into electrical energy. You need that catalyst and it's got to be platinum. And we see that there is a lot of attention around the world around the fuel cell. And we see the Japanese particularly saying, you know, they're going to have uh, thousands of these stations up soon. And we know that the range you can get from the fuel cell is also pretty hot. You know, you can go more than 500 kilometers and it only takes you something like uh, – a couple of minutes to actually recharge. Mm. So that will mean though that we need some gas infrastructure. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins out in this battle between the battery and the fuel cell. And 
a lot of South African money, of course, will go on the fuel cell, although we don't <laughs> see these stations around here. Uh, and we actually see the uh, battery-driven vehicles getting the first stations right here in Melrose Arch as far as BMW is concerned. Yeah, you see a lot of those charging stations at public parking bays in London if you travel. Well, Japan is stand, standing ready to invest big in South Africa if we re-establish a solid infrastructure platform. Yeah, this was clear from the meeting this week by the Johannesburg Chamber of Commerce and Industry. They have met in uh, soon after, of course, our Deputy President Simo Ramaphosa was in Japan wanting to keep the momentum going and we see there that they offered uh, um, uh, uh, training particularly for you know uh, artisans which is very important that was just a casual conversation which seems to be firming up now into something definite also offering training to to master's graduates plus internships you know for a thousand in africa but what they're saying is that look we've got 130 companies in south africa already we employ 150,000 people in south africa already if you can put in proper energy infrastructure, proper transport infrastructure, proper water infrastructure. We'll up our game, you know, big time. And and we will really come in on many more issues. And, of course, you know, they're also talking fuel cells. Uh, they in, are encouraging South Africa to go the fuel cell route because you can see that they've opted it, opted for it big time. And that's why you see some of the companies have got investments even in platinum mines in South Africa, Japanese companies, state-owned Japanese companies with investments in South Africa. So we noticed that, you know, Suru Ramaphosa, the deputy president, when he was in Japan, he was driving around in a fuel cell-driven car. So that also gives us an indication of what's coming in the future. And we know that uh, the Japanese were very involved in our fuel cell, which works here in Johannesburg, you know, the Chamber of Mines building is off-grid. It doesn't use uh, electricity from Eskom. It comes straight in on its fuel cell, and that got a lot of assistance from the Japanese. And there's a, a, a mantra going out that we should, the government should offer uh, a bids for 1,000 megawatts of fuel cells, which they have done, you know, with renewable energy, with solar energy, with all the other energies, and perhaps that could introduce the starting point for something big in fuel cells in okay. South Africa. We can only tell the Japanese that we're working on it. Martin Krima is a publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. He'll be back at the call phase at the same time next Friday. It's 8 o'clock and it's time for the news. Kumbuzile Tabete, good morning once again.